0: Hey everybody, welcome to Detox Podcast. I am Denise Walker, your host, and this is episode 49, called Blue Heaven. Yeah, Blue Heaven. This one's actually going to be called, like, Blue Heaven. Denise's 17 Steps to Managing Your Fear of Flying Without booze. Yeah, because I wrote this one when I was going on my first solo trip, and I had cultivated quite a severe fear of flying, that I had been self-medicating with booze and gravel for quite some time. Um, so yeah, that's what Blue Heaven is going to be uh, today. And before we get started, I just have one announcement. On Wednesday, I'm going to be teaching guided meditation in the park. Uh, it's weather dependent, obviously, but um, praying for some sunshine. It's going to be at Paul Kane Park. 8pm, Wednesday, July the 3rd, and it's $10, you can either drop in and pay me cash or whatever I can take debit credit, but the debit card just needs to be able to tap is the only thing. Um, I can do e-transfer, or you can register ahead of time online, you can uh, go to www.lucidyoga.ca slash classes, or you can... uh, Buy a ticket on Eventbrite to search guided meditation in the park. And yeah, without further ado, let's get into this poem called Blue Heaven. Took the first plane out of here. When it landed, I didn't come down. I peeled off my shoes, hoping for wings instead. My skin blistered and broke, but I kept leaping off of rocks, climbing trees to get closer to the sky. Once I had a taste of pure blue, nothing else would do. So yeah, I, I booked a solo trip. It was like only three weeks out from the day that I booked it, which is so fun. Um, I love spontaneous stuff like that. And it was the first time that I was actually really doing that. So I was super excited. Um, and it was to Arizona in June, which <laughs> it was like... 54 degrees Celsius. Oh my god. It was so hot. But I loved it. That's where the whole... uh, My skin blistered and broke. Because I was barefoot in the poem. Leaping off of the rocks. But the rocks were probably like 100 million degrees because of the Arizona sun. Um, I wanted to get back into the sky. I loved... The feeling of being um, up in the sky, in the blue, the pure blue, even though previous to this I had this crippling fear of flying. It was the first time I had, I had flown alone in almost a decade and just kind of took everything into my, into my own hands instead of using alcohol and gravel to self-medicate and sedate myself. And that's a high on its own, you know? Being completely in control. Something new for me. (laughs) Hmm. So, these are the things that I did to try to help my anxiety. Like, I never... I have a hard time calling it severe and, like, really validating how bad it was. Because I never, like, freaked out. It never stopped me from traveling. You know, it was just this really irritating level of anxiety where I was not having fun. It was just pretty consuming, and I didn't like being scared. It's it's not a fun state to be in, and alcohol was my band-aid approach because we all know that alcohol actually makes anxiety worse, and it doesn't solve anything. It just covers it up. Very temporary solution, right? So, these are the things that I did. Number one was that about a week prior to the flight, I chose a mantra that was pretty radical to me. Um, I was repeating over and over and over again that airplanes are beautiful, magnificent machines, that they're, they're, um, that I love airplanes and airplanes love me. Things that sounded really silly to me because previously it had been, I hate airplanes, I hate flying, I hate airports, I hate this, very like negative statements. And if you keep repeating that to yourself, um, even in passing, you notice yourself talking to people and they're like, oh, I love flying. And they say, oh, I hate flying in response. It's time to change that. Do not keep feeding the same mentality, the same fear. If you want to get over a fear of something, stop labeling it as something that you hate because it will continue to be that in your mind if you do that. You have to shift the perspective. So I started saying, I love flying. Even though it wasn't true yet, I just started saying it, especially to myself. I say, I love airplanes. Airplanes are beautiful whereas before they were scary death traps that should not it shouldn't be possible that they can carry us in the air like that you know ah but airplanes are magnificent they get me from edmonton all the way to hawaii all the way to iceland across the whole universe you know not universe obviously but around the whole world what else can do that it's magnificent That helped, and uh, number two is that I meditated every day, at least three days prior. I did really grounding meditations, a lot of things to do with the root chakra, which uh, is the the chakra that governs safety and um, any sort of fear based emotion. The root chakra is developed really early in life; it's the first thing that's developed. And you'll notice that anyone who has a traumatic first like three years of their lives um, may develop root chakra issues, which leads them to them to feel uh, insecure and flighty and uh, never really stable with their their situation that they're in. It's sort of like, do you have a secure house or is your house not secure? That's kind of how I think about it. I, um, I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, like I just think about, if you, do you feel safe generally with the people that you're around, with the people who are raising you? Are you being nurtured and cared for you feel unconditional love and safety? That's what really develops um, a solid foundation. The safety. So to heal that, any sort of anxiety and fear, um, you can work with the root chakra and that should help balance it a bit. Then number three, I removed caffeine from my diet three days prior, which I know in, um, in recovery, caffeine is quite, is quite the thing that we lean on, especially in early recovery. And I was 60 days sober when I, when I took this flight, so I found it to be quite challenging, but Perhaps that's a good thing, that it was challenging, Um, because the caffeine increases the anxiety. We reach for it for comfort, but but it makes it worse. It increases the heart rate, the respiratory rate. (laughs) Everything just gets a little bit more jacked up. Even if caffeine doesn't really affect you that much, it's just safer just to avoid it if you are dealing with fear of flying. Number four is to check in before arriving at the airport. This way, you just get it out of the way. It's just a way to keep things organized so there's less to do once you get there. You know? Number five is wear comfortable clothes, and layers are key. I always get too hot or too cold in the airport. So if you can keep yourself a sweater, um, easy shoes that are easy to take off once you get to the security checkpoint, make sure you're wearing socks. If wearing your bare feet in the security area grosses you out, you know? Uh, just make sure your outfit is the most conducive to your travels. I always like to bring a blanket, too, on the airplane, just in case. You want to be nice and snuggly. Uh, number six on the list is many airplanes now offer Wi-Fi uh, through their respective apps. So you have to get the app before you get on the plane, if you don't know that already. Um, that can... Cause a bit of panic once you're like just about to board and you're trying to fumble with your phone and get the app downloaded or in the last seconds before takeoff, before you turn your phone onto airplane mode, you have to, you have to get that app downloaded or else you can't use their entertainment system. So do that ahead of time. That'll save you some trouble and anxiety. Number seven is bring a good book, like a really good book. Something that's going to captivate you, keep your attention. Something that's a, pa- a real page-turner, you know? Uh, this will be a lifesaver during takeoff and landing when uh, certain types of headphones are prohibited during those times. So something that'll, that'll keep your attention when you can't use uh, headphones. Uh, That brings us to number eight, bring noise-canceling headphones. Because I boarded my first plane ride like this, sober, to find that my Spotify music and my guided meditations had not downloaded. I had nothing. (laughs) So I wore my headphones nonetheless, and the mutedness of them just, like, was soothing on its own. It was really, uh, really helpful to block out some of the noise from the other people, children, you know, helped a lot. That brings us to number nine, which is make sure your music is downloaded to your phone. Make sure. And number 10, which is download guided meditations to use at any point in your journey. I did one that was actually for flying. And I listened to it when I was sitting in the airport. And it just kind of—it's a guided meditation about feeling safe and secure, and walking you through the whole process of like getting on the plane, taking off. Um, So those things exist. If that's going to be something for you, you can definitely do that. Check it out. Um, Good to just throw one on when you're on the plane. Meditation is also a good time killer. Uh, number 11 is stay hydrated and eat good food. Water is key. I know that we don't like to drink too much water on the airplane because we don't like to go to the bathroom. Um, but water and staying hydrated really helps to flush out all the stress hormones. And perhaps you can reframe the whole needing to urinate thing in a new way, and know that if you are urinating frequently, then you are doing your job right. You're taking care of your body, and you are flushing out all that stress, and all that pent-up anxiety, and it is just, you're flushing it out. You're detoxifying yourself a bit, and that is good, because you don't want that hanging out in your body. Number, oh, sorry eat good food is the, uh, is the other part of that one for number 11 stay hydrated and eat good food nourish yourself with really yummy stuff you know like don't eat junk don't make yourself feel bloated and heavy and um but don't restrict yourself either don't be like oh i just have i can only eat kale today because i have to be good no good food That's good for you, but also that makes you happy. Uh, Treat yourself, you know, because you want to be as comfortable as you possibly can. And now is the time. Now is the time to treat yourself because you're doing something really scary and really hard. And it just helps when you let yourself indulge a little bit in ways that you can. Not in alcohol, not in caffeine, but in other ways. (laughs) Number 12 is people watch. Something else to do, you know, occupy the mind. Number 13 is wear crystals with protective and grounding properties like tiger's eye and tourmaline. So tiger's eye is a travel protection crystal. And whether or not you believe in crystal energy or not, this can... Help even on a placebo effect. I have this one um, crystal mala that is tiger's eye and garnet, and I wear it almost every time I go on a plane. I also had these this other crystal mala that I wrapped around my wrist that had volcanic stones in it, and you can put essential oils in the volcanic stones. I had this blend made up by my friend. And it always brought me peace, and lifted my heart up every time I wore it. And so, every time I went on a flight, I would do that. Wear the wrist with the smells that calmed me, and the really grounding protective stones around my neck. And it did; it helped me. Plus, that mala is really heavy, so it had a really gro- like grounding effect already just sort of like pulling me down just a little tiny bit uh number 14 oh (laughs) number 14 is the is the essential oils thing so yeah you can get bracelets and necklaces with lava beads almost everywhere now these days so you can throw your favorite essential oil in there and just have another little sensory way of calming yourself down Number 15 goes along with the treat-yourself thing, which is pre-order food to have on the plane. I did that, and it was so luxurious. I got this, like, meat and cheese and fruit. not Maybe not meat, just a cheese platter. And I loved it. This came right to me. You don't have to fumble with the menu or ordering. It just You just get it. <laughs> Number 16 is a throwback to the caffeine thing. Starbucks. You know, they're everywhere, um, and we tend to reach for that for a treat, uh, which is totally fine. Just make sure it's decaf. (laughs) And another little extra that wasn't on my list, but choose your seats if it makes a difference to you. It will, it's worth it to have that aisle seat or that window seat that makes you feel that much more comfortable I actually tend to gravitate, gravitate towards the aisle seat because that way if I need to go to the bathroom, I'm not going to be inconveniencing anyone. I can just get up and go. And I know that's not the mentality of everybody. So some people would rather inconvenience others and be inconvenienced because if you're on the outside, that means the people on the inside are going to have to be climbing up over you and asking you to move. But if you Um, so whatever, your personal preference, whatever works best for your mind and your mindset and your ability to stay as calm as possible, do it. Um, and number 17 is have a reward waiting for you when you land. Plan a nice meal, a fun activity, a massage, something that you can look forward to and really just fills you up afterwards. When I went to Arizona... I went to the Phoenix Aquarium, basically right after I got, I got off the plane, I got my car, and I drove to the aquarium. And it was really, really fun. Um, yeah. If you do these things, you'll be good. I especially would have to say, like, the pre-planning stuff, I tend to kind of just let trips Sneak up on me, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" I leave so soon. I haven't done anything to prepare. So the pre-planning with the whole making making up a mantra that works for you, um, that really helps to shift your mental state. The removing of the caffeine. Before you know it, um, you're gonna find the moments that really uh, that really stress you out, and Especially when you don't have alcohol now to soothe you. Breathing is going to be really important. Calming yourself down. And I'll tell you what. In this next year, after this Arizona trip, I started going on many vacations the next year. I went on 10 trips in 12 months and that was like 17 airplanes in one year. That's a lot for somebody who has a fear of flying. And the more you do it, I mean, I had the luxury of being able to do that, right? Um, I did incur (laughs) some credit card debt. uh, So I would recommend spending within your means to do this. But doing it so often, and much of it was alone, you know? I was either meeting like going by myself or meeting people there. And so at least part of it just the actual like airplane airport situation was alone. I found that to be where the magic happened. I'm not sure if I'm 100% over it, but I am a hell of a lot better than I was before. Yeah. Blue heaven. I took the first plane out of here. When it landed, it did, I didn't come down. I peeled off my shoes, hoping for wings instead. My skin blistered and broke, but I kept leaping off of rocks, climbing trees to get closer to the sky. Once I had tasted pure blue, nothing else would do. I hope you have a fantastic week. I'm on holidays right away, Um, going to Tofino, so I won't be teaching meditation for the next couple weeks, but uh, there will still be podcast episodes going out, Uh, so until next time, my friends, have a fantastic week.